Hello there. Presented by the Atlas Strength Shop. This is the Atlas Nerds in Iron podcast. With your hosts, Cameron Ray and Tyler Hales. Morning. Welcome to the Atlas Nerds and Iron Podcast. I am your host, Cameron Ray. This is our co-host, Mr. Tyler Hales. Hey, everybody. All right, so this is our first time recording together in, what, almost a month now? Almost a month, yes. Yeah, we uh, we recorded a couple episodes back-to-back a few weeks ago, then got back into town. Neither of us could meet up to record together. Had to get Daryl to fill in, which if you listen to that one, I'm feeling much better this week. Um, yeah, I thought I was dying last week. It was ridiculous. So what did you have going on? <clears throat> well... Like I told the people on the last podcast, uh, I spent the last two weeks, um, well, not the last two weeks, I've been back about a week now, but I was doing some training with Louisiana National Guard, and then we got activated for a uh, for a flood, Yeah, um, which was weird because by the time we showed up, the water was already receding, so these dams that we were laying out weren't so much keeping the water out so much as we were building a retention pond for all these people. The water heard about the National Guard and went running. That's probably what happened. Yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely, definitely. So what about you? What have you been up to? So, yeah, um, we have a week or two every year where I work. I work at a paper mill in St. Francisville, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. What do they uh, make at paper mills? Paper. Paper. Okay. Yeah. We make stinky money. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, we have a year. We, we have once a year, we shut everything down. Mm-hmm. We take care of the things that. We need an extended amount of time to take care of. Well, that lasted a couple of weeks. Uh, yep. Anyway, what are you doing over there? I keep talking? Okay. You're distracting me. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but apparently we're not plugged in. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, we shut everything down. We work on it. Get everything back to, you know, acceptable terms as far as our equipment goes. And we start back to making paper again. Okay. So, yeah, 137 hours in two weeks' time. So, some questions about making paper. First of all, let's, let's, let's pause okay. the, paper, uh, the paper questions. Let's talk about our sponsors. Oh, but it was not going to be funny then. Okay, oh, well, well then, then roll with it. Tyler killed it. All right, well, let's talk about our first ones. Before we do that, though, because I wanted to do this before we did that, let's take a first sip of these, uh, this beer. Ooh. Is it good? It's light. It's very, very, very... It says light on the can. It does say light on the can. So... So one of our members is from Puerto Rico, and she brought us, uh, because she went and visited home for the last uh, couple weeks, and she brought back something called Madala Light. It basically just tastes like a uh, Corona Light or something like that, Miller Light. Don't get me wrong. It's tasty. I like it. It's not my favorite, Yeah, because I like really dark beers, and this is the opposite of that. Right, yeah. Well, I feel like it... I could eat, like drink thirty of these and still function. True. Yeah. True. So you know, just be like Bud Light, Miller Light. It's a ten ten ounce can. That's weird. Uh, only seventy seven calories per can. It does figure that Rocio would bring us a a beer that's only seventy seven calories per can. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, she it's... wants abs. <laughs> Me abs. They're in there somewhere. Hey, you might get those one day. You never know. Mm-hmm. Half Thor has abs right now. Let's talk about Half No, we're going to talk about that later because we do have we to, do talk, have about to talk about our sponsors. All right, so first and foremost, we've got the sponsor has been with us since the very beginning. We have Unmasked Studios. What is Unmasked Studio? Unmasked Studio is a maker of boutique cosplays. What is a cosplay? 
A cosplay is a costume that you put on for your favorite anime character, comic book character, movie character, and you go to conventions and you you just dress up this character and you have fun. You have fun with it. He makes the best cosplays I have ever seen. Um, we saw him at Wizard World a couple years ago, which I found out the next Wizard World isn't until 2022. David's already trying to get us into that, apparently. Great. I'm in. So, yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah. Uh, see if we can get you dressed up like the thing. Either the thing or Juggernaut. One or the two. One or the two. I, I'm, I can pull either of them off. Body paint. Let's do body paint. Body. If I, if I got body paint, I'm going to be the blob. Let's do body paint. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody. I want to see that. Uh, Let's do body paint. Sure. Okay. All right. So, yeah, he, he's maker of boutique cosplays. Dude, dude is a damn magician. Go and look at his stuff. Unmasked Studio. No S. Go look at his cosplays. Comment on your favorite one. Tag us in it. I want to see it. Save it to your inspiration. Buy one from him. I saw he recently kind of ran into a thing where people have been stealing his photos. Yeah, I saw and that. Like one of his Batmans was going around, and people thought it was a leaked image of the new Batman costume. That's you know, <coughs> that's got to be infuriating and flattering at all at the same yeah, time. So that right there says a lot about this dude's quality. His cosplay, they thought it was a leaked image of a Hollywood movie production. Yeah. Says a lot. So, so did you see the one I shared earlier? I didn't see which one. I think I tagged you in it, and, and he ended up... I've been on the road most of the day. That, that's cool. Um, But he finished it up. They finished it up a few weeks ago. He made his own, like, unmasked bat suit. Okay. So, so it, it has like his, his logo on his it? His logo on that's it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So he has his own personalized bat suit. I'm now. guessing he'll be going around the cons and that from now on, see if he can drum up a little bit of business. Probably so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what I'd do if I was him. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah, I uh, I, talk, I I said we would definitely talk about that. And it's just like anything he's ever done before. It's, yeah, it's going to look awesome. Immaculate. I still, I was reminded of this idea the other day, really want to get made a darker version of Mermaid Man from SpongeBob SquarePants. I, I, I'd still love to see that. I just think it'd be absolutely hilarious. Yeah. It would look incredible, like, like based on the... Uh, Base it on like the the DC uh, the DCU version of Aquaman's suit, but then throw a clamshell bikini and some uh, and some, <laughs> just some really dark face yeah. paint, like some of the stuff that uh, that Madison does for like her darker right her darker mermaid. So over or under three months that we see an Omni Man suit from Unmasked. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I would say under. Somebody is going to want an Omni Man. Yeah. Somebody out there is going to want one. Yeah. And I really hope it's J.K. Simmons. Yes. That would be awesome. Yes. Not that he has the hair for it anymore, but. Man, he used to. Yeah, he get he get yeah. him a wig going. <laughs> That'd be yeah. awesome if J.K. Simmons. I just think it's hilarious that he voices a character that has the exact same hair that he had in Spider Man. And the same mustache. Yeah, same everything. That's a looks, great mustache. It looks just like he did. It really does. Yeah. Like, he looks like J.K. Remember, do you remember the images that were going around of J.K. Simmons hitting the gym for... Uh, Dude was jacked. Like, was it was his role for Batman, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. And Yeah, he looked jacked in it. What if it came out that he was actually training for Omni-Man? I, I'd, I'd see that movie. Oh, yeah, I'd throw all my money. I'd 100% yeah. watch Shut that Shut up movie. and take my money. All right, so... Next sponsor, we have Strike Force Energy. 
What is strike force energy? Strike force energy is the opposite of alcohol. It is a stimulant. You put it in whatever drink you want to uh, want to kind of spice up a little bit. Comes in four flavors. Comes in original, which tastes kind of like Red Bull, grape, orange, and lemon. As light as this beer is, I think it'd go great in this beer. It might like yeah. a little bit of lemon strike force in this. Yeah, it'd probably I can be see a, that. It'll, it'd be a little fizzy, kind of like a seltzer. Yeah, we could. Uh, it'd probably be like a half and half kind of a thing, or we might run into the same situation we did where we tried to put the lemon in the uh, in the um, twisted tea. Yeah. That was a, that was a bad decision. That was very malty. It was, and not in a good way. <coughs> yeah, I don't know what we were thinking. Cough away. I'm vaccinated now. It was not a good idea. Okay, yeah. I do not have the vid. <laughs> I do not have the vid. So, I don't know if we talked about this when I was sick on the podcast last time. I was really just trying to talk as little as possible, <laughs> get in, get out, just give y'all something. But my heart was not in it last week, and I apologize for that. So, anytime you put a bunch of soldiers in one room together. When one of them gets sick, every single one of them gets sick. Oh, yeah. It, it was like herd immunity. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's the opposite of herd immunity. It's yeah. herd disimmunity. Yeah. You, you just get the barracks crud. Everybody gets sick. And it's just a bad time. And I'm still kind of getting over that. It's like I feel great. My energy levels are through the roof right now. But I'm still coughing. Uh, still like feeling in my chest a little bit. Yeah. And I still got to blow my nose every once in a while. But I think I can make it through this podcast. But, yeah. Strike Force. Use promo code ATLASSTRENGTH at checkout. Save 20%. We get a little bit of money from that. Helps us do cool things with the podcast. Absolutely. You want to, uh, you know, you want to do your part of Memorial Day by, you know, purchasing from a veteran-owned company, helping out a couple of veterans here, you know. Do your thing, man. Or woman. Do what you do. Yeah. You want to take the next one? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Impact mouth cards. So, yeah. They uh they actually bailed me out in a heavy, uh, heavy to me. How so? What happened? Uh, deadlift yesterday. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking like they like literally like helped you out of a jam. Oh no no no. I mean they they have contributed to many of my you know PRs. That reminds me. I need you to send me that video of that deadlift. Okay. All yeah, right. Because I want I want to post it. All right. Sure. I haven't bragged I, about I'll, you online I'll, in a while. Do what? I haven't bragged about you online in a I while. Appreciate that. I you know. Mm. The, the the number I hit yesterday let me know that I'm still somewhat worthy and, you know, I'm in the ballpark of where I need to be. You're always worthy, Tyler. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway, impact mouth guards. Um, custom fit mouth guards. Uh, you purchase a mouth guard. They send you an impression kit. They receive that from you. They send you a mouth guard. The power lift mouth guard is what I use. Um it keeps me from grinding my teeth and breaking my teeth during big lifts like I had yesterday. Mm-hmm. I really bared down on the thing. Yeah. And uh, this is a, the thing about it is I've had it since September. Mm-hmm. I, it's like I just pulled it out of the box. Nice. And it, it's it's going to hold up. You're going to get a ton of use out of it. Um, the people are nice. I know Jack. Uh, I, talk, I still talk to him a good bit. Um, I even posted a picture the other day that they're now – Using on Instagram, so oh yeah, yeah, they asked for it, it's, is it that one you posted uh, with my squat video? Yeah, the other yeah, day? yeah, yeah. Did mm-hmm. they reverse the image so that it was the right way? Um, I don't know. Yeah, but I've checked that out. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, they don't just make the power lift mouth guard. That's one of the you know we've we've got a handful of people here that use them now. Um, 
Sierra and Lauren both mm-hmm. use them. Um, and then and Daryl just ordered one. Daryl well. just ordered one yeah. too. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I can't say enough good things about them. Uh, my son has it for his team sports. My daughter has one for karate. Um, they're they're great people. They make a great product. Use the ter- use the uh, discount code Atlas Strength at checkout. You get ten percent off. You help them. You help me. You get a great product. They also make really great apparel, and they make some of the best tape, uh, some of the best athletic tape that I've dealt with so far. Absolutely, it yeah. is some good stuff. We have their tape on our yoke. We have a lot of members that use it on their arm mm-hmm. during Atlas Stones. That that it, it doesn't go anywhere. It, it doesn't, doesn't slip. Yep, it's good so, tape. Yeah. So Tyler, I know you weren't on last week. Are you tracking our latest sponsor? We have a new sponsor. We have a new sponsor. Um, excuse me. Go Hard Sups. When or Go Hard Laps. I'm sorry. Yeah. They signed up as a platinum sponsor for Rougarou. That's right. And when you sign up for a platinum sponsor for Rougarou, you get mentioned on the podcast f- up until the Rougarou. So. The second annual Rugruga Classic, it happens on on October 30th. So you're going to be hearing about Go Hard Labs from us a lot from now till then. Uh, they actually came to the gym yesterday. They're very nice people. They worked yeah, I, out. I talked to Ryan um, for a good while Yeah, yesterday. Ryan's going to be competing, yeah. uh, which is really cool. And, yes, use promo code RUGARU10 at checkout, and you're going to save 10% from them. I've used their pre-workout. <coughs> Excuse me. I've used their pre-workout. It 100% works. One scoop is 300 milligrams of caffeine. He was telling me that they had to change the, their scoop size mm-hmm. because of how hard hitting their one their their bigger scoop was. Really? They had people having to half scoop their stuff. Well, it Some, sounds to me like that's half of their problem. <laughs> <laughs> what about for, the other half? <laughs> all right, for those of you yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. they're listening to this as an audio show, basically I'm saying it sounds like they're... Uh, their customer base were kind of a bitch because I was literally dry scooping that and chasing it with some strike force energy. Yeah. So. Well, we were our caffeine tolerances around here are too high. Way too high. Way too high. I probably need to chill the fuck out. Me too. So, yeah. Great people. Great product. They're going to be at the Rougarou. So, if you want to meet them, come to, uh, come to the Atlas Strength Shop on October 30th. Compete in the Rougarou Classic. They're going to have a booth set up. You can probably try their stuff. You can buy their stuff. I highly recommend it. Again, use promo code RUGRU10 at checkout, and you're going to save 10%. You know, so. I've, I've tried some of their stuff, too, and <coughs> I can say this about their pre-workout powder. You know, some of them clump up. Mm-hmm. You can't use them after that. Yes. Some of them taste like dirt. Mm-hmm. Neither of those things apply to what they have. This is true. You know what we should do? I don't think I have enough on hand for us to both take one more. But uh, instead of beer, next podcast, we should both just take some of that and he, people can watch us descend into chaos. He gave me a sample yesterday, so I'll take my sample. You take your scoop next week. We'll, we'll save it for then. How about that? There we go. So, yeah, next week, um, I'm going to put this one hell or high water on YouTube. It is going to happen. We're going to make that work. I think you have enough at this point to where you could stay busy with putting out the YouTube content for a little while and just... Just a little bit here and there. Just what do you mean? Like, we, we, we haven't been able to emphasize YouTube because of how busy we've been and things. I haven't gotten less busy. I know. 
Like I've had the content this whole time. Right. I just haven't had time to put it up. It's there for the using whenever you yeah. you can. Yeah. 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 I'm just going to pick up with this episode, the other episodes, and they want to listen to them, we'll send them to iTunes. Sure, sure, uh, sure. Spotify, but I'm not going to go back to episode, I think it was like 11, like 10 or 11, and try to catch up on putting them up on YouTube. How many are we in now? I think this is episode 22-ish. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Um we are doing great considering uh, what we told Unmasked Studio when we first started this was we were going to put out an episode every other week. Yeah. And, yeah, we haven't missed a week since we started. We have not missed a week. And for as much as we've done as far as the gym goes, mm-hmm. our personal lives, things like that, we've always found a way. Well, I have to say, this is easy. That, like, this is really easy to do because the editing process takes five minutes. All I do is I slap the intro, slap the outro, add a couple little effects to the actual uh, audio, mm-hmm. and then upload it. That's it. The YouTube takes a little bit longer because I actually have to wait for... <coughs> because uh, we're filming on my iPhone, and we do all the editing on the iPad. Yeah. So I have to wait for that hour-long video to upload to the cloud. Then I have to wait for it to download to the cloud, which that's a 24-hour turnaround at mm-hmm. least if I'm, on, if I'm on it. Right. That's a 24-hour turnaround. Then I have to sync the audio because we use this audio and we sync it to the video up there because the iPhone's audio from all the way on the other side of the room is going to be crap. So we sync the good audio from the podcast on there. That takes a little bit of time. Then if I want to do any kind of fancy editing, that takes a little bit of time. (coughs) And then it takes about 45 minutes to actually upload the finished product to YouTube. Yeah. It's a much longer, more tedious process. And I'd rather be out there in the gym. Right. I, I can get more done in, in the gym than I can actually just sitting with YouTube. Um, so before we lose our four listeners, you want to... Uh, I don't think we're going to lose our four listeners. Yeah. I don't think we're going to lose them. Uh, I think we're actually on a uh, on a good roll. We are. I think the uh, the 40 or 50 listeners that we're actually, that we have every week right now. Really? They, yeah, they, they, they stick around for uh, like... I like it. We are definitely doing better than we were when we were doing play-by-plays of TV shows. Yeah. Uh, that was losing us some listeners. But, yeah, you know, the people that follow the brand follow the brand because of, you know, bullshit like this. So, cool. Um, now, don't get me wrong. We're going to get some meat and potatoes, but we're only at 18 minutes and 24 seconds into this, and you haven't sat and talked in a couple of weeks, and that's what I was getting to. Yeah, yeah. We, we've had a lot <clears throat> to talk about. Like, that's what makes this easy, because it is really easy to just sit and talk to your buddy. Absolutely. With, you know, even if there's no direction, like the episode we had on, with uh, with Daryl a few weeks ago uh, when uh, you weren't able to make it one day and he yeah. he drove up here. That was one of our most popular episodes. We didn't have a plan. Daryl just talked for an hour. Man, straight. I got to say, I enjoyed so <coughs> much being able to. Li- I listened to that on the way back from uh, for the ones that don't know. A few weeks ago, my grandmother passed away and that's why I was away. But Daryl came in in my place and. Um, I listened to the episode on the way back home from North Louisiana, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. I I, I laughed. I laughed my ass Daryl's a funny guy. Yes, yes. He is a really, really funny guy. So, did you get a chance to watch the fight? Uh, I watched highlights. Same. I, I watched highlights, too. Uh, I don't remember exactly what I was doing when the fight was happening, but I was able to... Uh, I forgot that last time when I watched the Ward fight, I watched it live on his channel. Right. I wasn't able to do that this time. I figured I could go back and watch it live on, watch the full thing on his channel. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it, so we watched highlights. Uh, he fought 
a another heavyweight that was about 100 pounds lighter than him named uh, Simon the, uh, Valili. Simon Valili. He was a guy out of Britain. I have to say he looked a hell of a lot better than he did during he the did. fight. Uh, he's gotten even leaner. He's looking aesthetically. Half Thor's looking better than he ever had. The dude looks just... He, he looks like he could cut a little bit more and go do... You know, a novice bodybuilding show. I really don't see him doing that, though. No, That's just hell no. not his speed. No. But could you imagine him up there with all the other bodybuilders just towering over them? Or how tall was um, Lou Ferrigno? Lou Ferrigno was about that height. I think he was like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, <laughs> uh, he was, he was, Ferrigno he was, was pretty there. tall, yeah. He was up there. He yeah. definitely dwarfed Arnold. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like world's, world's biggest bodybuilder. Arnold's not a short guy himself. He's not. No. No, Arnold's over six foot. Yeah. But, yeah, Hapthor would definitely be would tower over the current competition. Though. Right. He wouldn't win, but he'd tower no. over the current competition. Right. Um, his punches were definitely faster. Very, they were more accurate. Very he wasn't, he wasn't wasting his time with a bunch of random haymakers that weren't getting him anywhere. I noticed there were a few times where Simon could have ended him. Yeah. But it was an exhibition match. They were just, there were a few times where Hathor could have ended it with a connection. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Had this been a fight where Simon walked out of the back of the bar and Hathor was just there waiting for him, Simon probably would have turned around and walked back through the front. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, there's... Simon... Simon... Uh, I cannot say his name. Simon Valili. Simon Valili. 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 Simon Valili is light years better of a boxer than Half Thor is. Yeah. But you can't discount the fact that he was seven inches taller and 100 pounds heavier. You know? Yeah. That matters. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that, uh, that think, like, if a little guy who can fight, fight somebody that size that can't fight, it's... It, it's it's size is a gorilla can't box, but I don't want to fight one. Right, exactly. You know, yeah. I don't know. Gorillas might be able to box. We've, size we've is such them. a small. I mean, there's there's so many more contributing factors in a boxing match than size. It's it's like one of the announcers actually made the comment because Simon Villili, he made contact. Uh, so Half Thor has this thing where he leaves himself open to a left. And if the timing is just right, which Simon's was, if he caught he caught Half Thor in the chin, and it was the first time, like by the second round of his second exhibition fight, the announcer said it was the first time they saw where Half Thor even looked like a punch affected him. Yep. It just gets to the point where, like, I'm sure y'all fought your little sister. She's somebody smaller or weaker than you. I had two of them. I, yeah, I didn't have any choice. You know, their their yeah. punches don't really feel like much, but they're still scoring points. Right. And yeah. That's what boxing is, a game of points. Yeah. <coughs> it's not a street brawl. Five points, yes, yeah, Simon whooped his ass. Sure. But, you know, he's a professional boxer. We expected that. Now, I'll say this. Watching Eddie Hall fight. If you would, if we would have this conversation, well, we did have this conversation a few months ago. I would have given it to Eddie. Yeah, I don't give it to Eddie anymore. I think Eddie is significantly slower than him. 
And I think there is a very good reason why Eddie isn't doing any kind of public bouts. Only The only thing we've seen out of Eddie so far is sparring matches. Yeah, we see sparring matches on his YouTube channel that's heavily edited. Sparring matches are like hitting the driving range in golf. Yeah. They all look good off the tee on, in a driving range. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, also, that being said, like we said earlier, in actual fight, Half Thor would have whooped Sam and Billy's ass. Yeah. Like in a street fight. I think Eddie Hall kick uh, Half Thor's ass in an actual fight. I yeah. he's going to beat him in boxing, though. No. <coughs> I think that Half, Half Thor seems to still be approaching this like an athlete. Eddie Hall is, promote, is approaching this like a promotion. That's what it looks like to me from the outside looking well, in. Well, you know, if you take Britain and you take Iceland, Britain's history of boxing is just, it goes back centuries. Does it? Yeah. I don't I, know much about history well, I, I, I mean, I know that the UK, mm-hmm. are, they, they're big on boxing. Apollo Creed was from the United States, though. Yeah, but where was Ivan Drago from? Russia. I know. So Neither one of those are Britain, but yeah, still. I don't, I don't know why you brought that I up. I felt like it needed to be said. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Apollo didn't make it. <laughs> no, Apollo did not no. make it. But... I did, I was, like you said, Hathor looked sharper. He didn't look like he was out there just kind of uh, you know, pawing at he the guy. He didn't look like he was doing the windmill at a uh, right. Avenged Sevenfold right. concert. <laughs> That's what he kind of looked like in that first match. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever there was distance between the two of them, he aggressively closed the gap between mm-hmm. them. And but Only when he wanted to. When he didn't want to, he kept that dude away from them. Well, yeah, he's, he's got the reach to do so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, he looked noticeably better. Mm-hmm. He still looked green. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But at the end of the day, he's still a pro athlete. True. He's going to show up on game day. He's the uh, he's at the top percentile of a lot of things. Yes, he is. Yes. He is literally, if you maxed out all of your stats in Skyrim. Yeah. That is half the war. <laughs> yeah. That's what you would get. Yeah. But, uh, but like I said, I don't think that uh, in an actual fight, like a fight fight, I don't think he'd take Eddie Hall. No. Just based solely on the fact that I don't think Half Thor's ever been in a real fight. Probably hadn't. Uh, would Would anybody want to be in a real fight with him? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Eddie used to be a smaller guy at 6'2". Yeah. A drunk dude at a bar will still step up to a smaller guy that's 6'2". Right. I don't care how drunk you are. You're not, Half Thor's never been small. <laughs> Even a, even as a basketball player, he was a pretty he was a big dude, right? And he's always been six eight in his adult life, right? He's always been this tower of a person. Yes, nobody is going to get is going to step up to him, right? You know, unless he has like older brothers. Which does he have older brothers? I don't think he does. I'm not sure his. I know I I know that uh, he has older brothers. I bet they still whoop his ass. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I just I know he has a wife that's about as tall as that beer can right there. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see that meme with the hamster trying to eat the banana? I have. And if anybody else has, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's exactly that. She is a trooper. Uh, No kidding. Yeah. How does that work? How does it physically work? Don't Google it. Nope. We just got kicked off of iTunes. Half Thor Bjornsson Rule 34. Holy crap. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Okay. He can't help you here. (laughs) All right. So, Bobby Thompson's been making some big splashes. Yes, he has. So, you know, he 
at Clash at the Coast. He set the American Log Press record. He did. Basically strict pressing it. Pretty much. Like he like we talked about a few weeks ago, he, he went to go push press. He fell out of the groove and just pushed it back in that groove. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me wonder how much more he had in him had that been a perfect lift. Hmm. How, I, you know, that's something I probably should have Googled before the show, but how old is Bobby? He can't be that old, is he? I don't think he's in his 30s yet. I don't think so. That man's got a lot. I might be wrong. I, that man's got some ceiling left. Um, I might be wrong. He looks like he's over 30, but something tells me he's not. I don't know if I read that one day and he was like 28, you know, because Colt looks like he's in his 30s. But, yeah, yeah. You know, Colt just turned 29. Yeah. I think there's just something about the sport of strongman that ages you. Yeah, it's 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 rough on a person. You know, like half Thor is like 30. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's 33-ish now, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, these guys just look older than they do. Right. I mean, I, feel, I, would, I would think Eddie Hall is 10 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. We're the same age. And for all we know, you shave Bobby Thompson's face and he looks 17. Dude's just got a hell of a beard. You know, yeah. I, you shave my face. I look like I'm blowing on, blowing on a uh, list. Really? I've no, I don't think I've ever seen... Yeah, I have. Yeah, you have. Face. Yeah, when you were Bane. Yeah. You, you shaved everything but your eyebrows. Yeah. Next, next time we're shaving your eyebrows. <laughs> Let's do it. Mm. You want to commit to the character? Yeah. Does Bane have eyebrows? I don't know. If he does, he shouldn't. I know Tom Holland does. Wait. Did I just say Tom Holland? You did say Tom Holland. Damn, that's Spider-Man. That is Spider-Man. Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. I was about to say Tom Arnold. That's not him either. Tom Hanks? <laughs> Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Anyway, Bobby Thompson, you know, he's he is making a splash in the sport. Uh, the American Log Press record now. Um, just a week or two ago now, he pulled 10.03. Was it that long ago? It just seems like it seems like yesterday. I It was... I guess it, it was like right been around the time I got back, wasn't it? Man, the past few weeks have been they a blur. Been. I think it was like right around the time uh, we both came back to the gym. Right. They had 10.03. 10.03 that training. looked relatively easy for him. Like he, you can tell he had to work for mm-hmm. it, but it wasn't one of those like I did yesterday where I had to yeah. hitch my ass off. I haven't watched very many of his max effort lifts. Does he have a sticking point where he grinds stuff out, or is he more like Luke? Because a lot of dudes are like Luke, where it either goes up really fast or it doesn't go up at all. Not sure. I, I, I same thing with me. I haven't watched a lot of his stuff. Um, I've just, you know, I've watched some of the Facebook videos he posts, and, and and from my standpoint, he's smart with his training. Mm-hmm. He. He gets every ounce of good good out of his training. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's putting up numbers now that are going to, you know, put him in the conversation of, uh, you know, the podium. A few years ago, that would have been a world record. Yeah. Like, it was not that long ago when 1,000 pounds hadn't been broken in competition. Yet. I don't think there's been more than 10 people pull it yet, right? That I don't know. Um well, Bobby Thompson. Yeah, uh, you know, you've you've had, had half Thor, Thor you've Eddie had Hall. Eddie, you've had Brian. Uh has Jerry has Jerry I think Pritchett? Jerry Pritchett's broken a thousand. Yeah. I think. Jerry Pritchett's a good really good deadlifter though. He is, he That's is. his wheelhouse. Um there's I wanna say there's a Canadian powerlifter that's done it. 
can't remember his name. Bobby Thompson. Uh, uh, Benny Magnuson has done so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. I know Martins hasn't yet. He's, no. Which. He's stuck around like the high nines right now. You know, I think Martins is honestly doing smart for himself right now. Mm-hmm. He's trying he, to heal. Recover. He, not just that. He's doing commercials and spots True. in movies. and He's doing stuff that's actually getting him paid. You know, it's really a shame that Strongman is big enough to get you opportunities to get paid, but not big enough to actually get you paid. Right. You can't you can't make a career out of it like you would football. Football, baseball. I'm not saying that strong men should make millions of dollars by any means because it's it but it, it's not there. It would be really cool if Jerry Pritchett didn't have to also, you know, like work in a mechanic shop. Right. Yeah. These I think guys that's have, what he does. He's which, either a mechanic shop or a body shop. You know, that was, that was the NFL 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. You had guys that played for the Green Bay Packers during the season that were selling insurance and pumping gas and things like that in the offseason. Mm-hmm. They they had regular nine-to-five jobs. I don't think we're going to get to the point with Strongman where that's like that, though. I don't think so, but – for all the sponsors and stuff like that that you see at shows, mm-hmm. it should be better. It really should. Definitely, definitely. It should be better. Yep. But, yeah, Bobby Thompson, uh, again, he's uh, the log lift record holder for the U.S. Got a 1,000-pound pull in training, and he also had a head-to-head thing this weekend with uh, another pro, Evan Singleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know much about it. Uh, I remember it being mentioned, announced, and apparently it happened yesterday, and I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I know. I I researched trying to find, find out about it before we hit record today. I messaged the promoter of that competition on Facebook, see if he could give me a little, little detail on that. Right. And he just wasn't getting back online, and... I, at the end of the day, we had to press record. Right. So, we'll circle back to that, to that probably next weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Absolutely. But it is really cool. From what I understand, it was uh, it was it was at a smaller show, and they just happened to be able to get them both out there for a head-to-head. That's cool. Like, that's kind of what I gathered from it so far, um, which I know the guy who was doing Strongman, who was promoting Strongman in Louisiana about 10 years ago, he was able to do that kind of stuff at his shows. Yeah. Strongman was a smaller sport back then. So he w- and we had local guys who were who were going to uh, to the big shows, right. you know. Like at the time, at the time, uh, Matt Vincent and his brother were both competing in strongman. Yeah. So yeah. it was a lot easier to get get big names out of these uh, smaller shows. Well, you got a now. few you got a few people over in Texas that are competing mm-hmm. at a pro level, um, man. It sure would be fun to get a couple of them over here to do like a. Uh, a one-on-one intermission kind of thing. It would be. Yeah. I, I don't think that's in the cards yet, but maybe like five years from now when the show's a little bit more established. Yeah. I definitely think so. We'll continue growing this thing. Oh, 100%. Uh, my goal with the Rougarou, I want it to always stay a lighter show. I think that our sport is so new in Louisiana that we need a lower barrier of entry contest to get people local involved. I want to grow it enough to where we can justify doing another show in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, another show every year, and have that one be like Louisiana's Strongest Man. Yeah, 
You know, I think we need a Louisiana strongest man. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Maybe one day we can run out the Superdome for some something like that. I don't know about the Superdome, but uh, Lamar I, I'm Dixon. just I'm just bullshitting. Yeah, Lamar yeah, Dixon but, Expo though. Yeah, you got Lamar Dixon. You got you got some venues around here that could. I think Lamar Dixon is probably the best bet. They have a huge parking lot. You can get a lot of vendors in there. Like we did um, years ago, we did Highland Games event. Yeah, over there, and it was awesome. It was a really really cool show, and I think we could definitely do something like that. Yeah, I know we. We have a few <coughs> few people that come through here from the New Orleans area. I mm-hmm. think it would be fun to go down and us do put on a show down there. One, you know, a second show mm-hmm. somewhere that's easy to get in and out of. Some yep. a destination, just like you know Al- the the Alabama show that we go to every year. Gulf Shores is a it's like it's a tourist destination, yes. so it's we easy d- to get people there. But at the same time, though, you got to think that when Chris does Alabama's Strongest Man, all of his equipment is 10 minutes down the road. True. It's a huge, it's much larger undertaking to rent a box truck and move that much equipment an hour. Well, I guess if you That's rent, what he does. Yeah, I mean, if you rent a box truck, then it's, it's not that bad. We definitely have to get a lot more sponsors. So that's why we need to, we need to grow the Rougarou a lot more before we get on something like that. Did I kind of tell you my plan for the, um, what we kind of settled on for the uh, Hercules hold? Yeah, against the wall. Yeah, definitely. You want to tell viewers about it? Not really. I'm not viewers, I, but what, listeners. Well, I mean, we might have a few viewers if I get off my get off my ass <laughs> and actually put this on YouTube. But it's just not going to translate well to an audio show. Yeah. What I did yesterday is I took a picture of the area, mm-hmm. and I'd like to do a little bit of Photoshop, kind of. There you go. Do a little mock up that I can show people. Okay. But uh, I actually found two telephone poles just sitting outside of a power power plant. Unattent, uh, like unguarded over yeah. by uh, over my Masons. You yeah, know, you know what Masons is. Yeah, that yeah. Power power plant right mm-hmm. next to it. I think we could run over there and just scoop those up one day. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody notice. Yeah. Dress up and dress up like ninjas. We could dress up like ninjas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just you know, all black attire. Or back to body paint. All black <laughs> body paint. You and the damn body paint. <laughs> I, just think, I just think the idea is ridiculous. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So you're yeah. gonna come in here and lift and body paint one day. It's going to smell so bad. So, I'm really excited to actually find out more about what this head-to-head thing is because it's going to give me a lot of inspiration. And inspiration is a good thing. Um, Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that more next week. Right. Uh, So, yeah, in nerd news, the only really nerdy thing that's been going on lately is Bad Batch. Yeah. And it's a Bad Batch. Mm. Right now, we're five episodes in. Is, are we that? I think we're five episodes deep? in. I will say this. I'm very disappointed right now. It, it's like because they're short episodes, which we were expecting short episodes. We were expecting like Clone Wars length episodes. <coughs> I feel like the episode starts, the episode ends, and nothing has happened to move the plot forward. It's just kind of hijinks. It is. It's like Scooby-Doo, but in Star Wars. <laughs> Even Scooby-Doo has a little fabric. I really, really, really want Omega to get eaten by a monster. <laughs> We're at that point. She came close in this she last episode. We'll, we'll well, leave it at that. In the second episode, she came close, too. Yeah, yeah. Look, whenever we first met Omega, and we're five episodes in, I'm going to do my best to lay off spoilers, mm-hmm. things like that. But at first, you know, we discovered that she is a female clone 
And somehow. Some way, somehow. I mean, I guess, you know, uh, they they be doing stuff in Camino, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at first, it was cool. She was cute and everything like that. She had the... She had a little Kiwi accent. She still does. Um, but at this point and everything, her her arc, her story, really hasn't gained any traction. And I, I at this, she's, she's Jar Jar Binks, but... It, it's like... A different accent. It's like they tried to recreate with her what they did with the child in yeah. Mandalorian where they give they give the protagonist something uh, cute and helpless that they have to take care of. But the problem is she just comes off as annoying and she's not that helpless. She winds up like coming in the clutch and, and saving their lives a few times. Right. Which means so did the child. Yeah, the baby hand thing. But yeah. it is it's much more annoying and I don't know what they're planning on doing with her character. I'm really hoping that her character, because chronologically during this show, because the show takes place just after the fall of the Republic, she'd be about the same age as Boba Fett. Yes. Because she does appear to be a, at least for now, she appears to be a clone that doesn't age as fast as the other clones. So she appears to be about the same age as Boba Fett. So right. I am really hoping that that's where they're going with this since we have the book of Boba Fett coming out next year that they're trying to introduce a new character into Boba Fett's story that we'll get to see as a cooler live-action version in the book of Boba Fett. I will say this. Although I'm disappointed, I still believe in Dave Filoni. (laughs) I do too. I I feel like eventually we're going to get a wow moment out of the series. I sure hope we do. I don't think we're getting it from Omega, though. No, I don't. I th- You know, I think they're going to build more on her story, but I feel like it's going to be like... Have you... you watched, uh, you've watched Rebels, haven't you? I have. Okay, so... Not not Clone Wars, but Rebels. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we... S- now that I think about it, Ezra was pretty annoying at the beginning of Rebels, too. Ezra was. Yeah. He was, but... And now we can't wait Hol- to see him again. In right. The Ahsoka, I, yeah, the I, I know. Um, but they they gave that show a proper ending while also leaving it open-ended to continue to write that story. Yes. So, and, and we have already seen one character from the Rebels series. Um, we've, we've seen one from the Mandalorian series. Outside of those two characters and me seeing them, I just I uh, I haven't really enjoyed it yet. Well, we've seen Tarkin too. Eh, but I feel like we've I've seen, seen enough of I've seen enough of Tarkin. I mean, you got Tarkin in the original trilogy. You have Char- Tarkin in Rogue One. You had you got to see Tarkin when he was still part of the Republic. Yeah, and now you're seeing him in the young parts of the Empire. And what bothers me about the way they're doing Tarkin? is he's still a military commander that cares about assets. Yeah. He's not just going to waste clones. Clones are, clones are expensive. Mm-hmm. That's his biggest problem is clones are expensive. Right. So why is he doing like live fire training exercises with these clones against droids without telling them or giving them weapons just to 
test their efficacy. Yeah. It just it just doesn't make sense. I yeah. I definitely feel like I feel like the Bad Batch is more made for kids than Rebels or Clone Wars was. That's the impression I'm giving. I definitely feel like I'm watching a kid show. Clone it, Wars started that way. It did. It did, but it developed and especially by the time you get to like the father, the brother, the sister, it gets into some really darker themes. And by the end of that series, like the Clone Wars aged with its audience. It did. I feel like it is a misstep to assume that the audience of the Bad Batch isn't the same age as the audience of Clone Wars. You're you're gonna have people tuning in because th- this. I mean, let's be honest. This is a spinoff of the Clone Wars. It is, and it's the only reason we're watching. You have people that are expecting Clone Wars level content. Yes, and are especially not. the most recent season of Clone Wars. Yes, like, that I mean. The, the 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 final season of Clone Wars you got with the exception of the with the Martez yeah, sisters, the sisters. that was bleh. but the the final arc of that series was so damn deep you got episode three but you got it from a different point of view mm-hmm. you got Maul you got Ahsoka you had Bo Katan and you even had Gar Saxon that you saw in Rebels. Um, yeah, and, and uh, again, you you have those characters that could eventually play into this timeline mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Just really letting me down right now. Yeah, there's still a chance we're probably going to see with the Bad Batch the ride of the Crimson Tide. We're probably going to get to see that if we get Crimson to see Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Yeah. What did I say? Crimson Tide. What is Crimson Tide? Roll Tide. Oh, Ugh. lame. All right. Crimson Dawn. Buck Fama. So we're going to see a. We're going. We're probably going to get to see them. Yeah. Just because <coughs> Dave Filoni knows that Maul is the most interesting villain of any of the animated series. He is. That's why he brought him back in yeah. Clone Wars and kept him in Rebels. Yes. Like. There's a reason why we use it. There's a lot more Maul left to talk about. There is. Yeah. Especially since it looks like we're not getting a solo sequel. For as much as the fans want it, I don't think it's going to happen. But that's the fans' fault. The fans boycotted Solo because they were so mad about The Last Jedi. Like, Like it or not, Star Wars has the most toxic fan base out there. Ah, fully Freaking agree. I, I'm a Star Wars fan through and through, and I, I, I'm grateful for every bit of content that they put out. Am I critical of it? Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's Star Wars. It's still Star yeah. Wars. Like it or not. But you've got people that just are... You, you, you know your fan base is toxic when... You're forcing characters that starred in these movies off of social media. Yeah. They're shutting down their own. Kelly Marie Tran, the one that plays Rose Tico, mm-hmm. I get her character wasn't that great. It was horrible. Holy shit, it wasn't her fault. No. They gave her a script. She did She did what the script said. Yep. Don't bully her about it. Yeah. 
Same with Jar Jar. Exactly. Like that man. Have have you ever listened to the interview that Ahmed Best did about that? The guy got ridiculed so much, and this was you know this is the time before you know it was so Facebook and Twitter and all that. Yeah, it didn't hit quite as fast. This guy nearly committed suicide over all of the the ridicule he got over the Jar Jar role. Hayden Christensen hasn't done anything else either. He's starring a couple of, you know, DVDs, mm-hmm. straight-to-DVD things, but... Like, seriously, how do you play Anakin Skywalker for an entire trilogy and not and you're not able to find work after that? The, 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 the Jake Lloyd, same way. You know, they, who did he play? He played kid Anakin. Yeah, yeah. Well, they he went down on the really dark road, didn't he? He ended up being diagnosed with schizophrenia, and I'm almost certain he's institutionalized now. Like, it's a shame. He's he doesn't. He, 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 they were that. He had to drop out of school because kids were so rough on him. His peers, not Star Wars fans. His mm-hmm. kid, kids his age were so rough on him that he had to drop out of school. Star Wars fans do better. Like, I mean, it's, it's people do better, really. Like, we're, we're sitting here talking about what a horrible character Omega is, but you know what we're not going to do? We're not going to Google who her voice actress is and send her hate mail. We're not going to do that. It's not her fault. Put your energy into better things. Like, if you want to... Yeah, if you if you want to make people feel bad, aim for like you know the IRS and people like that. Yeah, these these fuck these, the IRS. Yeah, fuck the IRS. Taxation is theft. Anyway, uh, rant over. I guess. I guess. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's still rolling things back around to the Bad Batch. Uh, at this point, I'm underwhelmed. I am too. Yeah, and like you said, Dave Filoni, he he does good stuff. I, I I have faith in his ability. Speaking of which, did we even talk about him getting promoted to creative director no. of Disney? Or no, not Disney, we did of, not. Um, of Lucasfilms. No, we didn't. But yeah, he. Uh, that's how good of a job he's done so far. Yeah, didn't we call that like you know six months ago? Yeah. 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 I don't know if Kathleen Kennedy is she out? Like no, out. out? No. She still she still has her job, and for as long as people like John Favreau and Dave Filoni keep doing a good job, mm-hmm. she's gonna keep her job. Yeah, for as much as people don't like her for some of the projects she's greenlit, as it's it's kind of like the athletic director of a college. Yeah, you might hire some stinkers, you you might put some stinkers out there, but if you hire if you hire some people that do a good job. They're gonna, they're gonna mention the the bad stuff, but they're gonna, they're gonna praise the good stuff a lot more. To be fair, you don't hire J.J. Abrams and expect him to do a bad job. No. No, you don't. Like, because J.J. Abrams, outside of Star Wars, has done some pretty fantastic stuff. But at the same time, somebody made the point to me the other day because he set up like a lot of plot lines that were never fulfilled. And people were like, how could you, you know, start a trilogy without a plan of where you're going with that trilogy? He made Lost. He did. He made a lot of plot points that he had no idea, no plans of going anywhere. Was it him that, 
It was J.J. Abrams that did Super, the movie Super 8, right? Was it? I don't know. I never saw Super 8. It was a good movie. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he did that. He did Star Trek. He did. And he did an incredible job uh, of Star Trek. I, you know, I, me being a Star Wars fan my whole life, I've, you know, Star Trek is the enemy. But I watched the Star Trek movies and I enjoyed really the hell good. out of them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw Star Trek as the enemy. You know, it's just more. I don't think one's better than the other. I think they're different. They are very different. Like you're allowed to like more than one fandom. Right. So. I don't. You know, I don't hate like uh, so what I mean by I you Star know, Wars is yeah, Star, Star Wars is just, the enemy. Yeah. I think Star Wars is a better story. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, Wrath of Khan slaps. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way around that. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> but uh, speaking of controversial directors, though, mm-hmm. did you hear the news about Zack Schneider? I'm listening. Apparently, Zack Schneider has been giving a Star Wars story. That's the only details that we've gotten so far. Well, you know, some pretty big names have done episodes of The Mandalorian. So, maybe, maybe Zack Snyder does an episode of The Mandalorian? Let's frame it in a different, in a different way. The person responsible for the DCEU was given Star Wars. I don't, I don't hate it. What if he does a Knights of the Old Republic? I don't know that there's words to describe how excited, absolutely freaking excited I would be if he took on the Old Republic. If he did, because he would do a Knights of the Old Republic with like the same cinematography style as like 300. Yeah. If there's one thing Zack Snyder does well, it's epic battles. And there's plenty of them in that era. And, like, dark characters. Yeah. Could you imagine him getting hold of Darth Revan? That would be fan-an-an-an-tastic. Especially if Lucasfilms doesn't WB it up. Cause I don't know that Lucasfilms would do that. I, I don't think so. Would WB it up? I don't think so. I don't know. They were pretty heavy-handed for their last trilogy. Yeah. But I, I really think the problem with the last trilogy, though, is they just didn't approach it with a plan. They didn't. Even J.J. Abrams already came out and said yeah. that they didn't really have a plan. Like, how are you going to make a trilogy without a plan? Especially when Disney owned Lucasfilms. Disney also owned Marvel. They already had the blueprint in another drawer. They are... I, you know, and we're still fighting this battle since the Disney purchase. You've got canon and you've got legends. The story, post, the story and legends. The story and legends was already there, and it was already a good one. It really was. Like now, they I, followed I would, close to it. I would love for them to bring the Yuuzhan Vogue in. They yeah. won't. Yeah, but that would be really cool. Yeah. And you know, we never got Jason Solo. I would also really love for um, for them to flesh out the Night Sisters more. My God, dude! That uh, a live action version of the Night Sisters, uh, more of that story, just would be fantastic. Just more 
more of the galaxy's religions that were based around the Force. Right, yes. Because there were a lot of them that had nothing to do with the Jedi or the Sith. They right. were equally as potent. Yeah. Like, the Emperor was scared of Mother Townsend. Rightfully so. She could make shit happen from nothing, you know, just from her knowledge. Like, this whole, we're trying to figure out how to raise the dead, that yeah. was a Tuesday for Mother Townsend. Right, yeah. <coughs> She she balanced Maul back out after he was she did. like eating rats and had spider legs and shit like that. You know, they 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 I'm still curious if she gave him a metal butthole. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude's got to eat. What happens yeah. to it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Pez Ew. dispenser down there? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, just nice. Yeah. Just eject. Yeah. He doesn't hit eject button. Sound like a dice hitting the floor. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yes, um, you know, and dare I say, Gray Jedi. I don't, I think Ahsoka Tano is as close as we'll ever get to Gray Jedi. I think that's what they were going for with Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Because she had a dark side, and she did. There was nobody around to tell her to shy away from it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, where does the you know, there what are, happens to the Jedi Order now that Ray is the only one we know of out there? As far as we know, there's no Sith either. No, there's nothing. She is it. You 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 can't tell me going forward post episode nine that some something somewhere in that galaxy is not going to pop off oh yeah definitely they're not just going to go into a time of peace yeah like they're they they talked about other force sensitive children in the galaxy yeah you know that's something we know is there and something's going to develop so back talking about force sensitive people uh just that meme that was going around a few weeks ago talking about how scared of the Empire, um, or no, how, how scared the Empire was of Luke. Yes, the Moff Gideon. Yes, talking about how he literally walked into a room with the two most powerful people in the Empire. One of them never came out, and the other one came out dead in his arms. Right, yeah. Like, to, to the rest of the Empire, to the remnants, like, Luke Skywalker is literally the boogeyman. Yeah. I think it was uh, me and Matt Cavalier were talking about this the other day. At the height of the Jedi's power, there were only about 10,000 of them in the entire galaxy. Yeah. Even at 10,000 units. Yeah, like a, a religion. That's spread thin. A, a, a religion of 10,000 people on this planet is so small that you would consider it a cult. There are religions we've never heard of on this planet with 10,000 people in them. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Most of the galaxy probably weren't even sure if the Jedi existed at the height of their power. So the it, fact that there was just one. We go through a it, season and a half of the Mandalorian before, you know, you've got main characters, Grief Karga. You've got Mando. You've got uh, Cara Dune. You've got a handful of main characters that know nothing of the Jedi. Yeah. Mando himself did not know of the Jedi. Just because at that point, 
they've been decimated so much. It, it's and you know that like all record of them was probably erased. Absolutely. So absolutely. So yeah, like that explains why Moth looks so scared and why he would rather shoot himself in the face than face him because. To him, Luke Skywalker is the literal boogeyman. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> like, he's the thing that stormtroopers tell their kids about to keep to make them go to bed at night. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you don't go to sleep, Luke Skywalker's going to get you. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. There's a Jedi in my closet. Yeah. It's interesting to think about. So, man, we're, about, we're at about an hour right now. You got anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I think that's a good welcome back episode, if if I have so. to say so myself. I say so, and we can uh, we can think about what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, so yeah, we'll hit on that sponsors one more time. First and foremost, we got Unmasked Studio. Go to his Instagram, like his stuff, share his stuff, save his stuff, tag us in your favorite one. He makes good stuff. If you got the money lying around, you're going to a con. Buy one of his co- cosplays. You will not regret it. You will be the most popular guy or girl at the con. I promise you. Tell him you want an Omni-Man costume. Yeah, because we want to see if he makes one. And yeah, I want to see how good it looks. Mm-hmm. StrikeForceEnergy.com. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Use promo code ATLASSTRENGTH at checkout. You're going to save 20%. You're going to be energized. We're going to love you for it. I promise. Impact Mouthguards. Same promo code. ATLASSTRENGTH at te- checkout. Protect all of your teeth. Go get that Kraken t-shirt. Have you seen that Kraken t-shirt? <coughs> the oct- not. Octopus with a mouth guard in it? Yeah. Okay. It's a good looking shirt. Okay, cool. Go check, check it out. Yeah, check that out and use promo code ATLASSTRENGTH at checkout. Save Absolutely. 10% on that shirt. And last but not least, Go Hard Labs. Go get you some pre-workout. Use promo code RUGARU10 at checkout. That's the only one that's different. RUGARU10 at checkout. And you're going to save 10% on your next order. And that is good all the way up until the Rougarou. In talking to him yesterday, he did say that he was also working on an intra. Awesome. And he was working on a protein powder. Nice, nice. So be on the lookout for those. But in the meantime, go go check out their pre-workout. It's good stuff. It is really good stuff. So you got anything else you want to add, Tyler? I think that's it for today. All right. For one more thing. If you are in the Baton Rouge area, if you are in the Gulf South and you want to compete in a strongman show, go to Iron Podium. Check out the Rougarou Classic. The events are all listed there. The weight matrix is listed there. It's only $50 sign up for the early bird special. The more of you sign up, the earlier you all sign up, the better of a competition we can put on. That also goes for sponsors, like we said earlier. If you sign up for a platinum, which is $500, sign up for a platinum sponsorship. You also get a sponsorship to the Atlas Nerds and Iron podcast up until the Rougarou. The reason why we're doing it that way is to incentivize big sponsors to jump on early. That way you can get the most bang for your buck. Absolutely. Uh, one more thing I wanted uh, to mention, uh, kind of piggybacking off what you just said, um, talking about the Gulf South region. Um, I, 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 I saw the Atlas Instagram story the other day where you kind of had a Q&A, and mm-hmm. I noticed one or two people said, well, um, y'all aren't near me. Look. If you haven't traveled to our area, one, come see our gym. It's amazing. Come visit us. It, it, it'll be a good trip for you, I promise. Definitely. Um, make a day trip out of the Baton Rouge, New Orleans area. We're an hour, hour and 15 from New Orleans. Uh, Baton Rouge has some great things to do. And you can come get a great workout, come see the place, come do some good strongman training, powerlifting training, any, whatever training you do, we can we can accommodate it. Um, we have great food here, things like that. Come visit us. 
you, it, we don't have to be the only reason you visit. You can come make a good day or a good weekend out of seeing us. Definitely. There's a lot to do in New Orleans. There's a lot of good food there. There's a lot of good food now. Or west of us, Lafayette. I personally think Lafayette has better food than New Orleans. Yeah, I you I said what I said. I, I'd be willing to, you know, for science, try that. Yeah. We yeah. Should, we should have a food off one yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for science. Yeah. But, yeah, lots of cool stuff to do in New Orleans. So, you can come. You can do Strongman with us. You can take the kids to the Ottoman Zoo, Ottoman Aquarium. You know, whatever you want to do. Go drink in the quarter. It's entirely on you. We have if, a damn battleship in Baton Rouge. We do. Yeah. We have a battleship. Yeah. Got anything else? That's it, man. All right. Until next week, y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye.